0: Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward
1: with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team. The price of homes right now seems outrageous.
0: Hello, I'm Yetta Decker and I'm with Ken Decker and we're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tools, and even tips that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone, to turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible.
1: Yes, Yetta, you're right. It is outrageous Mm -hmm. because You may be thinking, oh, I want to get into the market. I want to buy a different house or I want to get my first house. I'm in a rental or whatever your situation is. You're looking at the price of homes and because you're interested in it, if you're interested in it, and you're seeing them rise quickly. And you're right. It does seem outrageous. And outrageousness really comes down to affordability, Mm -hmm. right? And so in Canada, Our affordability is really the worst in the world.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. And so what you're going to learn in this episode is that affordability, although price is number one, it is not the only thing that determines affordability. So you may not be able to control the price or maybe even number two, but you can control number three.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about hearing it. Mm -hmm. So really price is the big thing, right? Starts there. Price is about the affordability because the higher the price, the more down payment you need, the more the payment's going to be.
0: Unless, number two, which affects affordability, I would say almost in parallel, almost to the same degree that the actual price does. And that's, of course, the interest
1: rate. I might argue it affects it more. And the problem is, As the interest rate goes down, which it is like the lowest it's been. It's around 2%,
0: which is
1: incredible. Under 2% for five years, like locked in. We're not talking variable, oh, we might get in trouble next year. We're talking five years locked in under 2%. And what it does, though, is it drives the prices higher. It does. Because money's cheap. So people are willing to bid more because there aren't that many houses.
0: Right. So it affects affordability significantly. I don't know if you remember back to well, I remember back, maybe you don't remember <laughs> back to the early 80s when house prices weren't all that high. They it was reasonably affordable time. Depending on what you were buying, you might have paid 60,000, 80,000 depending on what it was and where it was. And That was cool. People could afford when they purchased the homes. Affordability was good based on income, based on what the interest rates were. And then a few years into the early 80s, they went kind of through the roof. I think mortgage rates were in excess or just on either side of 20%. When you're sitting up there, all of a sudden, what you could afford easily on your income and you met the ratios and all of that, as soon as it was time for renewal, A, you didn't qualify. B, many people couldn't stay in their houses. I don't know if you were somebody that in the middle of the night had to just leave. I mean, I know where our family lived and came to visit one day and there were all these for sale signs and it wasn't the individuals selling them. It Mm. was the banks that were just handed back the keys because there wasn't enough down payment to make it that they were really walking away from much. Yeah.
1: And they, you know what, they were so underwater yeah. and the, the mortgage payment was so high when it jumped because it, it made a big jump. Like there were 16, 18, 19% instead of like 10 or whatever they were at. And mm-hmm. that will more than double your payment. And so for some people they had, they didn't wait for the bank, you know, to go and default and everything. They just took their keys and went into the bank and said, I'm sorry, I can't afford it. And they moved into a rental. Like they mm-hmm. were not waiting for the bank to take it. Right,
0: so interest rates affect affordability a lot. So even though the prices are crazy right now, the interest rates being low actually helps with the affordability, which kind of makes common sense. Number three.
1: Well, let's, let's talk about that for one more second. Something okay. just came to me okay. on the interest rate. The beauty with a low interest rate Is more than 50% of your payment Uh, is principal pay down. If your interest rates high at the beginning of your amortization period, mostly interest and very little principal pay down. So it's a beautiful time to build equity quick, really quick.
0: So that's kind of nice because we don't know what's going to go happen with the prices for sure. Although we will be chatting about that shortly.
1: Mm. Uh, So The the other thing is income. That affects your affordability because if you have higher income, Mm. you can afford a higher payment, which means you can buy a a house that you want, right? Now, the difficulty is it's not just income, it's net income. So if taxes have gone up, which they did uh, significantly for higher income people, went up a lot for lower income people, maybe not as much. The problem is lower income people are typically renting, not buying so it made it a little tougher. The other thing, which is lovely that the government did, let's give them some kudos, is remember you talked about people having to hand their keys back mm-hmm. because interest rates went up? Well, they instituted the test the, the stress test. Right. So although your interest rate is, you know, one point eight or whatever, you have to qualify it a couple points higher. So that gives you some stress. A leaving if the rates go up they know you've already qualified at the higher rate
0: which didn't happen in the 80s now i don't even know that it would have solved the problem because they escalated so quickly so high that it just caught people unawares nobody mm-hmm. could imagine they were going to go to that degree yeah
1: well let's remember interest or not interest but inflation rates were at like 12 percent, and people were getting pay raises quickly because the right. inflation rate was so high it was out of control Exactly.
0: So income
1: affects the affordability.
0: So then the question is, what can I do about my income? Because that's the one factor that you actually have some control over, which we'll chat about in a minute. And I know when we were first buying our first house, we looked far away because that was one way to affect affordability. We looked on the Quebec side and finally bought something really little that was affordable. The part that we didn't calculate was what Ken just said the taxes. The taxes got us because they were significantly higher. So within two years, we made a decision to move to Ontario and change our tax rate.
1: Mm-hmm. And re- recently, we helped Jeremy find a great realtor mm-hmm. on the Quebec side, and it worked well for him because it was affordable. Yeah. He got a lovely condo in Gatineau, and it was really close to his work. In the downtown core. Exactly.
0: So the truths of historic proportion, we don't want to leave them off the table, (laughs) is that we've got the highest prices basically that we've ever had.
1: Lowest interest rates. Lowest
0: interest rates in the largest size of houses in freehold.
1: Yeah, they're building bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Smallest condo sizes now with the highest per square foot. Construction costs and sale costs.
0: And this is the one you can control. Unprecedented expectations. Ouch. Mm. So the essence of this whole show, the truth that we really want to be left with is even if it seems outrageous, it may be the perfect time to make a move, to actually get into the market. Because it doesn't like it's going to get a whole lot better. So don't get scared, just get motivated.
1: Mm, That's great. And, you know, like when you look back into the history of things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I know your parents bought a property in 1972.
0: Right. For 27.5. Right. It's worth 20 times that today. So even though their affordability was a stretch and they had to move far away and they had to make sacrifices.
1: Yeah, they commuted an hour. Right. Every day.
0: It still was a great decision. Will the speed of escalating house prices continue going up or will they fall?
1: We've created for you free access to over 423 episodes of the Life's Inside track. And you'll get information on real estate, making your house a home. You'll get information on building wealth, creating harmony in your life and having a life exponential. The great news is it's free and you can access it from the office, from home, or on the go. And
0: you know, prices, to answer my own question, I love answering my own questions. You ever talk to yourself? Talk to myself all the time.
1: <laughs> I've so, noticed.
0: <laughs> it can be confusing for some. <laughs> but you know, the good news when you answer your own question, you usually like the answer. Right?
1: That's it, that's. Me. Yep.
0: Yeah. Right. And so it is going to slow. It has to slow. It cannot stay at these unprecedented escalating prices. The discussion will become and we will see as time continues to unravel, because many predicted in 2019 that in 2020, they were going to slow down. And then in 2020, they predicted that in 2021, they're going to slow down. And it hasn't really happened. The slow time, slow down has to come. The question is, will they decrease? It's not looking like it. It's looking like we've kind of hit a new plateau. And time, unfortunately, will tell. There are some key factors, though. And that's what we're going to learn in this episode.
1: Absolutely. And the, the issue is, no matter where you are, different factors affect your geographic area. Right. But we're going to hit some of the key factors. And you can look into these factors, actually, you can look into the different things and what things might change in the next mm-hmm. year or two. And you can actually get fairly good at predicting where the real estate market might go.
0: In a particular given area. So the first factor that is huge, which goes up and down like a yo-yo. And right now, supply is down. Sometimes it's
1: up. Yeah, It depends on the area again. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, there are Depends still- on where you
1: live and what's mm-hmm. going on where you live. Definitely in our market, it's down. It's the lowest. Mm. level of inventory that i've seen in 31 years that we've been in real estate yeah. the other thing that's oh. interesting is the number of days that a property sits on the market is also the lowest that we've ever seen and mm-hmm. it's artificially high yeah. it's it's still super low around 10 days but it's artificially high because most people are holding offers for seven days so that Makes houses not sell. If everyone just put them on the market and said, first good offer, I'm taking it, our days on market would probably be like three or four Which on average. Is
0: wild. So demand is the other thing. Demand is what is driving based on the lack of supply. So demand is going to go up or down. So it affects hugely the escalation in prices or the de-escalation in prices. But I've got a glut. Of houses on the market, and I have nobody that wants them, well prices are coming down right yeah. now we're dealing with the opposite effect
1: exactly, and mm-hmm. the next item is interest rates, and we all know that interest rates are historically low right now, and you know what it's a it's It's pretty stable. the government's saying they're not going to change interest rates because of the unstable economy and everything mm-hmm. that's happening and has happened so That one's pretty predictable right now. But if that jumped for some reason to double or triple, which is still low.
0: Crazy low. Like even 4%, even 6% of it tripled is like some of the lowest interest rates we've seen or we see. And I I believe that that would
1: drive prices down. down. I think it would.
0: Like significantly. Mm Mm-hmm. The good news is we've mentioned before the stress test as much as many buyers just getting into the market really dislike the stress test, and I get why because it reduces what you can purchase and yet the stress test is what is saving a lot of Canadians in the future in the future if, yeah as it rates will climb. save them. as rates climb
1: they have to climb at some point they
0: have to they can't we cannot live here
1: forever we <laughs> and can't. then. The other thing is outside investors. There are a number. Oh, yeah. There are a number of people Mm -hmm. that want to invest from other countries. Uh, They like Canada's stability. And so they're looking at bringing their money here. It's safety. They take it out of the country they're in and put it into a safe country.
0: And that helps with the escalating prices. The (laughs) other one that I never thought we would see in the real estate market. I, you know. 30 years ago, 20 years ago, we really didn't see this in the real estate market. We saw it in the stock market. We saw it in other types of investments, and that is speculation, speculation purchasing. Speculating yeah. that the home you buy now, because it's not going to be built potentially for 24 months, or the condo that you buy isn't going to be ready for another 24 months. It, the speculation is with a little bit of money down, I don't have to put a lot in, then the house is going to be worth 20%, 30%, 40%, or significantly more mm-hmm. than it was when I purchased it. That's speculation buying because that is purely yeah. speculative.
1: And that really was happening yeah. uh, many years ago like 12 15 years ago especially in the condo market there was a lot of speculative buying mm-hmm. and actually we got a glut of condos and that caused condo prices to to dip and we had way too much supply because mm-hmm. those people had no intention of moving into them and they thought they could either rent them which the rental market wasn't strong either and then they sat mm. vacant and so for several years the condo market was under pressure in our market. So that's, that's an interesting one. But I'm also finding people are more speculative. They want to buy a house. They want to do a couple of on it and sell it again in three months for a lot more money. So there's demand for even the houses that normally would sit longer that are yeah. in poor condition. There's more demand for those. And so
0: there's more speculative buying. More flipping is happening in this market as well. And then the other thing that affects it is construction, construction costs. How much does it cost to build a house? Right now it's wild.
1: Yeah. And then jobs, 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 jobs. (laughs) If there's no jobs, you know, if an industry goes out of business and it was a one town industry, that town can almost become a ghost town. Yeah. Because if there's no jobs, if there's job creation, Then people flood into the city, the city grows, and then you have an infrastructure issue. They can't build the infrastructure fast enough for the construction companies to build the houses fast enough for the people that are coming in. Right.
0: So the good news as far as, you know, our market falling out and people having to walk away from houses again, even with all these variables, it's pretty low. The struggle in 08 in the States was primarily not a housing issue. It was really a financing issue. And our government has been so good to take care of that because of the stress test.
1: Yeah, they were giving subprime lending and they were offering people very, very low interest rates for the first year or two years. Mm -hmm. And then they would balloon up higher than the normal interest rate. And that's when people lost their houses because they couldn't afford the payment.
0: I know. Icky, right? So the point that we want you to take away, if you take away nothing else, is that it doesn't really matter, although it may feel like it matters to you, it doesn't really matter whether the prices are going up or they're going down, as long as you're staying with it for the long haul. As long as your aim is to stay in the market, the market will take care of you.
1: Mm. Will housing ever become more affordable?
0: Hmm. We've enjoyed for over 30 years helping people buy and sell real estate. And not only that, helping people build their finances, helping people build their faith, helping people even build their fun. Because you know me, if I ain't having fun, I'm going home, packing my bags and (laughs) leaving the place. And have enjoyed helping people heal, strengthen and flourish in their relationships. Really 30 years of helping people build their life and their business.
1: Yeah. So not really. If you're just sitting still hoping and praying that affordability of houses goes down, then there's not much chance of that happening for you. So on this episode, what you're going to learn
0: is how to make your own affordability. You ready to take control of your own affordability because prices look like they're going to keep going up and interest rates are down, which is helpful. And yet the real Opportunity here is you get to make your own affordability. I love it when I get to take charge of my own
1: stuff. Yeah, you have options. Right. Who doesn't want options? It puts you in a place of power when you have options to decide.
0: Yeah, the right. first one though, <laughs> you're not gonna like this one. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, it's gonna feel like what? This is the best way for me to make my own affordability. This,
1: this is mama yeta. This is like your parent saying, <sighs> Do this,
0: do this, do this, even though you'll be saying, I don't want to do what you're saying. Don't (laughs) want to do it. Not now, not ever. No way, no how. And yet it is the single biggest way that you can control and affect your own affordability for the, for a property.
1: And it is drum roll. Drum roll. Yes. Big, big, big. I don't think you
0: want to hear it. No, they don't want to hear it. I've decided I can't I drum say drumrolled
1: for nothing. Uh,
0: okay. So here it is. Change shift, get control of, yeah, this is a lecture. This is a mama yet a lecture. Get control of your expectations. The expectations that we have in our current Culture as a whole, as a society, we tend to have gone way out of proportion. How many people have you heard say, maybe you've heard it come out of your own mouth. It's come out of my mouth, so I'll wrap myself out first. I know I don't like doing that, but I'm doing it for you. Where I wanted to have the the house, the size of house, the spaciousness of house, or maybe it was a car, not a house, that my mom and dad had or relatives had with that they had worked 20 years for or 30 years for. But I thought when we were 20 years old, we thought we should have a car that was brand new, drive it off the lot. Couldn't afford it. Interest rates were crazy, but I thought they had a nice car. I should have a nice car. And so shifting our expectations and getting them into a range that actually allows us to afford a home because the bigger conversation here is you're better to be in the market then out of the market. As long as you're going to stay in the market for a little while, because then any volatility is taken care of. So if you're only living in Ottawa for a year, eh, probably not a wise. Well, maybe right now it would have been in the last year it would have been. Generally speaking, that's too short a time. Usually would suggest three or more years, unless you're buying something that you have the potential to increase its value, based on use or based on improvements. But The bottom line here is hard pill to swallow.
1: You know what I just realized, Shift
0: your expectations.
1: Every single thing we're going to talk about is really about expectations Mm. because your drive. Drive till you qualify. You know what? Your expectation may be that you want to be five minutes from work or 10 minutes from work. Mm. But you may have to drive 50 minutes or an hour to work to be able to get into the market to buy a type of property that you want. You know, like recently we helped a couple mm. and I showed them a lot of homes around the Ottawa area and in their price range every time. Even though he was in construction, every time it was, I'm disappointed. It's too much work. I can't make it into something. It's
0: Well, the foundations aren't solid. It didn't, or, most of them didn't have
1: good bones. Yeah, the room sizes are mm-hmm. too small. Or this would, I like this. Potential, but this will take me $150,000 to renovate. And I don't have the $150,000. So we ended up driving an hour out of Ottawa. Banclique Hill. I know exactly where it is now. I've been there several times. (laughs) But they got a beautiful side split home that was in great condition. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to have to do anything to it. Yeah, they're going to have to drive. Now, fortunately, one of them works from home now. And so there's less commute. And I'm finding that more and more people are looking further and further Mm. out from the main city because more of them are working from home. Right. So it may
0: be shift your expectation on location. And maybe it's distance or maybe it's amenities. Maybe you just have to give up some of the amenities you thought were essential. Or maybe it's shifting your expectation on the size of the yard.
1: Yeah. Or maybe you really, really want to... Freehold, but all you can afford is a condo right now,
0: and and that's a a different expectation, right? And can afford or choose to afford is another conversation. You may be able to buy the single you want, except at what's the cost?
1: Well, now you're sounding like Mummyetta.
0: Oh, I am. (laughs) You know, I'm getting older. as we all have noticed. I keep thinking I'm 34 and I know that's an illusion because I have kids that are beyond that. So can't be true. And yet what I have learned from my years of being in real estate and being on this life journey is my expectations have gotten me into trouble more times than any other external Mm -hmm. factor. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you're if you're struggling to save the five percent, maybe mm-hmm. your income's good, or you you know, mm-hmm. it's the five percent that's an issue. Again, adjust your expectations. Maybe you need to be in a less expensive rental. Maybe you need mm-hmm. to be back at home with mom and dad while you earn. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, we apologize because <laughs> we've been the mom
0: and dad. Not that fun,
1: but and maybe you get a roommate. So that they pay five or six hundred dollars towards the rent, so that that can go towards your down payment, the faster you can save your down payment. And the other thing I would suggest, don't try to save 20 yeah. percent. Save five percent and get in. Yes, you'll pay some CMA C fee. They're going to roll it into the mortgage. And it's still you're going to be way ahead than trying to save that money generally speaking, unless you've
0: taken a second job. So maybe it's an expectation around how much you have to work. Maybe it's a matter of fast tracking some savings, and that way you can get into the market quicker.
1: Yeah, it could even be one family member that's been staying at home, needs to get a, mm. a at-home job or something. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's different ways of getting into the market.
0: And then maybe it's duplex time where you purchase something, maybe even partnering to purchase something. Maybe it's, I know our daughter did that many years ago. To get in meant we buy something and we live together or we rent out rooms or we buy a duplex and we live on our own side. Or you buy a duplex because you can afford it, but the payments are going to stress you out. Then have somebody else pay off part of your mortgage.
1: Yeah, so you rent one side. But I love the idea yet of, Of coming up with two couples, maybe there are two people, two singles, whatever, that are, you know, not able to buy it themselves, but combined the two can and now they live in one on each side. Right. So what's the point of this?
0: The point is, well, if you didn't get it yet, I think you're not going to get it. (laughs) The point is shift your expectations because you create your own affordability. And although that's a hard pill to swallow. It will allow you to win in the long game.
1: Right. So we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and life exponentially. Moving
0: forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team.